0: I am here with Rabbi Ami Silver, who is a writer, teacher, and therapist based in Yerushalayim, the holy city of Jerusalem. He receives smicha from Yeshiva at Sulam Yaakov and a master's of social work from Yeshiva University. Rabbi Ami teaches weekly classes at Beit Midrash Sharei Shalom and leads groups around Jerusalem focused on experiential and embodied Jewish spiritual practice. He's part of the creative team at alphabeta.org, where he helps create original educational content, and has a private psychotherapy practice. You can hear rebami's teachings on Hasidut, prayer, and Jewish spirituality on his weekly podcast called Awakening. rebami thanks so much for taking time to talk.
1: Thanks for meeting me, Rav It's
0: an honor to be with you. So um, we're in quite a precarious time, uh, unprecedented. And let's bracket um, for the moment the medical, the humanitarian, and think about spiritual life, because many people are indeed thinking about that uh, even more than ever. So let me ask you just a broad question. Um, What are some of your initial thoughts on tefillah, on prayer, in this uh, unique predicament we're in?
1: So I'll start with just the moment, because this situation brings us really moment to moment. I mean, I heard you reading my bio, and all of a sudden it's like, what's what's a bio at this point? You know the entire script has changed on us, and um, I mean different people in different stages and different trajectories here in Israel. Things are pretty much closed and closing. We've been in our home for a long time, so so the question becomes not only on a, on a personal level, but like on every level, people are facing this question: What do I do now? It's not what I knew until now, and 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 on a spiritual level, okay, I had the the normal. Structures, frameworks for for how i viewed my life how i viewed my my religious life my spiritual practice till now what does it look like in this moment and um i think it's forcing us to for, for some people it's actually forcing them to to look more deeply into what's most important to them um, and into what lies at the core of their spiritual life so i know for me um you know while the external trappings of what regular prayer might look like is different right now. the closeness and frequency of prayer. I mean frequency both in terms of how frequent and frequency and we talk about a, a kind of wave or frequency of prayer that is what's most present right now. I mean I think to be human right now is to be prayerful in in most of our actions and thoughts and minds and hearts. Um, so on one level structures are falling. We'd have less to lean on on another level i think for those of us who are oriented spiritually or, or seeking to be oriented spiritually or being forced to orient spiritually it's it's bringing us a little closer to the heart of things
0: yeah yeah you know in looking at the typical framework of sheva sheva You know, praise and requests and and gratitude. It feels like some may struggle with praise right now. It feels Mm. that, you know, has its unique moments of yira, of awe. Bakasha, I mean, those who hold a theology that value requests of God, certainly there's a place for that. And it feels like Hoda'a, I mean, gratitude is always feel central to spirituality, just picking the things that are still good within crisis Mm -hmm. and building off those. But I wonder, what are some unique um, um, uh, dimensions of tefillah that you think open spiritual opportunity right now?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you mentioned gratitude. And I mean, uh, you know, how, how many scientific articles have, have you and I seen in the last five years? You know, scientists say gratitude's good for your health. It's a long life. It, it helps your you know, immune system, all sorts of things. Um, I think we're, we're in a situation where we're looking for the life rafts and, and looking for things and connecting for the things that not only we should be grateful for, like not having to convince ourselves, but, but to truly feel the value of, of that which we have is uh is really within reach right now um and there's something else that uh, i would say you know for me a lot of the connection to our words of prayer and our traditional forms of prayer um, there's a lot more that opens up as we connect with the multiple layers of meaning embedded within the words themselves and the practices so for me recently you know the modani prayer has taken on another layer of meaning for me. Modani, um, we're used to, to thinking of, okay, it's the prayer, I'm grateful for being woken up again in the morning. But the, the language hoda'a of thanks and gratitude in its root, it has to do with admittance, right, admission. On the, on the opposite scale of, uh, of the spectrum, we, we say vidui, confession, that's admitting things. <laughs> Giving thanks is a form of admission. What you've given me comes from you. What I have is from somebody else. And 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 here I've been I've been collect, connecting a lot with just a practice of allowing, admitting what is right now, the state I'm in, the concerns I'm carrying, the combination of stress, responsibility, commitment, concern for for myself, my family in this moment, to allow myself to really just be here present to what is and, and allow what's in myself to be here well then the fanacha all of a sudden he comes for me i'm gonna fully allow myself to be here with god right now in this moment yeah. yeah all of it all of it because when i'm fighting when i'm running when i'm this so that actually what's the word counterintuitively fighting the the stress and the anxiety oftentimes in- increases um our our stress and anxiety and when we can find a degree of of safety of breathing room that can somehow give a little space for also those more difficult emotions to just be here without having to go anywhere so it actually helps us kind of get a little more calm and on top of things and and allows those different feelings to integrate beautiful so that's been been really key for me Oh, i'm breathing again i'm breathing again i'm still breathing Mm -hmm. this is good (laughs) there's a deep commitment here there's a deep faithfulness here from god from from creation that's uh that's that's been given to me and to really appreciate that That's, that's been touching me deeply now yeah
0: uh beautiful you know for better or worse judaism primarily although not exclusively takes a collectivist approach to prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, tefillah is primarily a collectivist enterprise. And uh, but again uh, certainly not exclusively. We we know tons mm-hmm. of Torah of, uh, you know, but so I wonder like how does this uh, I think many folks don't know or, or have experienced traditional Jews with individual prayer. Right? Mm-hmm. I know how to answer an minion. I know how to go to shul. Mm-hmm. But like how do I be mechazik? How do I like have hitlavut. How do I awake, like reawaken myself, like give myself it because the minion's not giving it to me? How do I, how do I do that? So I don't know if you have any reflections on those who are really moving from a collective, collectivist to an individualist model here.
1: I know that's a struggle for many. Um, I'm not one who believes in, in easy answers or formulas in general, especially not in in spiritual life. Um, but, but something that I've I've been reflecting on and, and and sharing with people is the basic orientation of prayer that our chachamim teach us, the basic kavana, the basic intention and kind of entryway to how do I enter a prayerful space is the chaben libam la makom. Connect my heart to this presence. Now makom. We know actually the rabbi says one of God's names. Makom literally means place or space. And and what, what it what it seems to to mean in a in a way of practice and in 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 a practical sense is how do I enter into a prayerful state? I take whatever time or measures I need to take those few moments to just settle into the present, not only in time, but in space. Here I am in these days. Okay. I'm sitting on my chair. I'm sitting in my home, on my couch, in my backyard, on my porch. You know, I'm talking as somebody who barely leaves the house these days. Um, And to really notice and recognize like, this is the place where God is available to me right now. And if I can be present here in this, space in this moment in this experience here i can begin to speak here i can begin to inquire inward and what's happening and express that outward and and uh something i also just want to say you know we're talking about the collectivist spirit of our formal tefillah we are so acutely aware of our collective um being right now right there there's this heightened awareness in a sense that like this whole planet every human being here we're we're part of a single organism like I'm closing myself indoors, yes, because I might get sick. But but really, the concern is for for people who are at greater risk than me to to contract something that will be endangering them. So on some level, I don't need to be in a room with other people to to sense the urgency and closeness of a collective spirit and and mission here.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So perhaps um, uh, Blee Nedder, a final question for you. Um, uh, you're a Talmud, you're a scholar of, let's put, well, you know, we say a Talmud of the Piaget Rebbe. Mm. And I wonder if there's a piece of Torah from the Piaget Rebbe that speaks to our moment. I mean, um, someone mm. who's writing, who's learning, who's teaching in a state of deep despair and just darkness. And some of us may feel that if, we're, if we've hit mental illness or just despair in, in our quarantine, but for those mm. who are mamish, um sick, or have people dying, or in, in the depths of, of darkness, what's, what's, what from that moment can we transport to this moment um, from the Piagets, this, uh neshama?
1: That's mm. uh, a deep question. And again, this is a place where uh, I can't give counsel on an, on an online interview to somebody who's really facing yeah. this kind of depth of experience. Something that that the PS models for us over and over again, and that I continue to give, get strength and, and and hopefulness from is what I'd call an attitude of this too, or here too. And it's not so different from what I said before, but here obviously in a in a much more dire circumstance that he was speaking from. Um I'll share, I'll share a Torah because. We need Torah to, to illuminate our our, our cracks and our pits that we find ourselves in. P Sna says that that in, in a sense the central word of prayer is atta. The most important word, the key of our of our whole prayer is just the word you. And the word you can come in a lot of tones. Right? there could be a you a of grace and praise and gratitude there could be a you of angst and and crying and yearning but the center of prayer as far as peace listener is concerned is that the entirety of my being is orienting itself to you right now and that itself that intense um, fullness of of self being expressed and present here in in whatever it is it could be in some kind of deep contemplative state right now it's coming in 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 maybe more of a of a of a yearn or more angst or more crying but if i'm crying to you so there's already a kind of tissue of of connection that's in that 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 in a sense and this is hard to say, and i wouldn't say this if he didn't say these words the the prayer itself is the voice of god answering me if i can really embody a state where where i'm just still talking <laughs> that, that that the the kind of deeper recesses of my being are still crying for the divine so the divine is there in my kishkas in my guts and and the despair is when you know i don't even don't even have anything to to muster up here anymore, and, and 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 we reach that state. We reach that state as well. We reach that state as well, and even there, even there. And and for anyone who's listening, you know, when you when you're when you're on the, in that state where it's like I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Okay, so say that, or don't even say it, but just let yourself feel that. Like as, as long as we can keep the pulse pulsating, we can keep our hearts open. We can keep a kind of connection. To what is here in presence? Here too. Here too. We can be here and, and, and somehow in some crazy way God can be here. And yeah.
0: it's 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 amazing when I think about how simple it is and yet how just joyful it is. It's mm. um I, I mean, um even in despair, just just the presence, the channel being open, right? It's almost like how can you get past the atta, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. In fact, forget mm-hmm. even the pause in the bracha. I mean, that's I was just I was just laughing at it. I was just mm-hmm. laughing at it because it's so powerful, so simple. But um, like, how many times we just rush through atah, you know? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even have to be a bracha. It could just be met, just saying atah, you know, just, just that being there, just that being there, just that,
1: and to and to feel the. That kind of re- reverberating sense of here, I'm saying you, I'm saying you, and how it's touching me. And and here too, I just want to say, you know, I don't think you need to believe in God to pray. I mean, I'm I'm a parent of young children. Any parent like lives their life in prayer if if they really think about it. Any human being lives their life in prayer. Yeah. Like we're hoping, we're seeking, we're wondering where we're, we're <laughs> sometimes it goes into the anxiety and the fear. How do I channel that? into something that no i'm not just this anxious little chicken running around with with my head cut off but there's something in me that knows of a possibility and hopes for possibility of something truly better and possible so i'm saying this also just anyone who's listening to just even in those waves of anxiety and 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 fear we have an, a possibility to hold on to the, the deep muscle that's really beneath that. The deep muscle that's beneath that is something that just lives within us that, that wants. And that wanting itself is sacred. That wanting is holy. That wanting is, there's something truer about that than whatever it is or isn't in this moment.
0: I, you know, I was gonna go outwards to find the bridge. I was gonna suggest that pantheism and panentheism are not so far apart you know Mm -hmm. if one takes an atheist or spinoza type approach that basically there's nothing beyond stuff all the stuff collectively is one and then one Mm -hmm. takes a panentheist approach that essentially yes like god is everything within everything and beyond Mm -hmm. but to see the oneness like you said how we can't remove ourselves from the collective spirit right now Mm-hmm. Just seeing the unity, the collectivist nature, right, can bring us together. But you go even further. Rather than looking outwards to theology, just the want, the desire itself, that internal impulse itself, that, you know, that sacred nature. Um, so, yeah, shakoach. Um, and um, friends, be sure to check out Rabami's beautiful writings and recordings online. Um, so much beautiful stuff. Thank you so much for your time and, and your Torah. Thank you,
1: Shmuley, and uh, I'm hoping that we all get through this together. Amen, amen.